the little bulldog. I'm duking and dabbling. Please do, 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 come. God, pug face, little motherfucker. Want to prime minister your butthole? I'm so sorry, Dad. When Winston duked everybody. Brown people, give me your resources. God damn it. All right, welcome to People Time. Hey, dabblers. Holy shit. <laughs> hey, dabblers, we're uh, we're back again. Here we are. We we were here last week, yeah. and, and we're, now we're doing it again. Shit, yeah. Yeah, welcome to the motherfucking show. Explicit. Yeah. Wieners. Okay, so. Wieners. Motherfucking program. Yeah. Yeah. Program. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Fucked it up. <laughs> yeah, understand. Um, We are terrible at this. But thanks for listening. Hey. Yeah. Yeah, we appreciate you listening to us droll on about uh, whatever. Yeah. Yeah, what the fuck ever we're doing. And we're getting pretty excited. We're seem, we seem to be getting a lot and a lot more listeners. So. That's neat. If you have certain people you want to do people time on, send us a note. We'll be, we'll be glad to do it. Yeah, fucking anybody. Whoever. I feel animated. I really want one of you guys to say, like, Godzilla. Um, yeah, that would be a good one. Yeah. Uh, Gina Davis. Those are two of my bigger heroes. Mm-hmm. Um, somebody's, like, some famous person's cousin who didn't really do much. But they were, like, kind of funny. They were kind of goofy. Yeah, they were, they were just, like, weird. a satellite to an important story or, or something. <laughs> you know, Tom Hanks' cousin. Yeah, uh, who is that guy? Uh, Yeah. Or, or some, girl. Somebody related to Theresa May. Whoever. <laughs> It'd be a lot of fun. Well, welcome to the, to the program. Uh, what's your, uh, you got a, you got a fun fact of the day? I fucking do. Shit, what is it? I do. Oh, I was, oh, I was gonna say, um, I spent a lot of time this week deciding what my name should be. Oh, yeah, I've got, yeah, what, what is your name? Uh, my name is the stunt double for Sam the Orangutan from the 1996 global hit Dunstan Checks In. What? What <laughs> Dunstan checks in? Is it a movie? Yeah, it's only the most amazing orangutan movie of all time. Oh my god, <laughs> it's hard to say a lot of those things. Yeah, all together. Yeah, yeah. You're missing out on some pretty. I'm sorry. It, culturally impactful stuff. I mean, Jason Alexander is in it. I think, if I recall. Huh. I was in it. You god, were in it. God, yeah, I'm the stunt double. Oh my god. I'm sorry. I'm not keeping up with I'm any s- of this. I'm so sorry. No, I don't care if you're listening. You don't know who Dunstan checks in is, and I don't understand, like, how are you so culturally backwards? Are you calling me a Nazi? <laughs> yeah, I, I doubt Nazis watch that shit. Uh, yeah, I've, well, uh, since you've introduced yourself and um, you're the uh, stunt double for a monkey in a, a, a very good movie, I'm sure. Uh, I, I'm Ronald P. Vincent. Ronald P. Vincent? Mm-hmm. Like, from... What? Huh? Well, you know, just, uh, yeah. Ron Pavince? Yeah. <laughs> All right. <laughs> just leave that mystery there for anybody else. Yeah, that's very open, and I don't know how to handle it. I'm so sorry. Yeah, there's not, yeah. Hey, whoever gets that joke, way, way to go. Oh, dude, fuck yeah. Fuck you, yeah. Fuck, fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> if you get that joke, I don't know. fuck you. <laughs> I don't know what's going on. Yeah. <laughs> All right. <laughs> this is like my normal life. Well, uh. Stunt double. Yep. Yes, Ronald. What's the uh, what's the fun fact of the of the week of the day? Well, uh, I don't remember which episode it was that we did. 
I think it was actually just the last one we were talking about how countries have their own names. Yeah, I remember. They're not what we call them. And that piqued my interest because I, I just had never thought of that before. Yeah. Probably should have. Haven't. Hmm. That's um, not a big deal, I guess. Well, reference back when I was saying I was dumb. Oh, okay. Yeah. Cool. Well, I did. Well, uh, I don't get it. What? What's the country? Huh? And there's the clip. Whose name? Oh, who's, it's still going. Whose name is it? Huh? Who the? What? So what did you do? Would you go look up? So I found out. I found some stuff. So apparently this is like a whole thing. It's like uh, uh, the word endonym is the name. Uh, it's like, you know, like a synonym. Oh, okay. It's like a type of word. So endonym? An endonym is a type of word for what local places call themselves in their own language. Okay. And an exonym is what other people call them. I still don't know why it has to exist. Um, and anytime I've brought this up yeah. with people, a lot of people are like, why would you not think that they speak a different language? I'm like, because it's it's a place. I don't know. It's a. We should phonetically just say what they fucking say. Yeah. But we do not. I so guess, yeah. I got a few examples. Oh, okay. Some more obvious than others. Mexico is the Estados Unidas Mexicanos, Ooh. which just means United States of Mexico. Yeah. Okay. I didn't know they. Were, I didn't know they were called the United States. I thought of they Mexico. just called themselves Mexico. God damn it! Uh, Canada is actually translates to hockey town, eh? <laughs> yeah, of course. That one. Um, Japan, which I actually think was the one that we were discussing. Yeah, so I looked it up. So it, uh, Japan's endonym is called Nippon or Nihon. Huh? No, there's an N at the end that's not. It's not even very well. close to what we say. Not even fucking close. So it's it means the sun's origin, but the actually like why we call it Japan, nobody, everybody just shrugs. So someone just named it at one point. Then well, it was... they said that. Uh, Portuguese like merchant ship guys when they went there they misheard it I guess and called them Jimpon and then over time it just became Japan <laughs> Japan this is what it is now alright yeah. well okay and then uh, Germany is Deutschland yeah Deutschland yeah which just means land of the Deutsch or G Germans yeah the most interesting one and maybe this is only interesting to me is India why why wait what is India so it's not even close to fucking India it's they in 1950 had their first uh, democratic constitution, and they like decided what our official name should be, mm -hmm. and they called themselves Bharat, which, yeah, that's what they call. It. If you go to India, so let me get this the locals straight. call themselves Bharat. The Indians, the people that we call Indians, both people that we call Indians are both wrong. Essentially, Not <laughs> fucking Indians. <laughs> like they don't even call themselves Indians. Yeah, no. So they they call themselves Bharats or Bahadits. Hindus. Yeah. So that comes from like you know like their ancient ancient text. The Mahabharata has like the emperor Bharat, and yeah. he is a like the first emperor of India. So they name themselves after him, and they oh. also go by Hindustan because uh, you know the the India runs through or the Indus River runs through India, and in Sanskrit is called the Sindhu River, which turned into the Indu River, and so they call themselves Indus. Do they just rhyme whatever the last they're like? Every, I don't like that name anymore, but let's name it something very similar. Yeah, they're like I don't, I don't like the word building. We're gonna call it milding. Kilding. Oh, okay. Building. From, from now on, that's just what we're gonna do. Yeah. So then, yeah, and then the West said, "You're what? You're Indus? Who? No, you're Indians." Oh, okay. And even they were like, "No, no, we're not." So there's a little bit of knowledge bites for your your brain hole. That's fun. Yeah, I had fun looking at that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Russia also calls itself something different. Uh, I don't speak Russian. So I did not look into it. <laughs> Fair enough. There you go. I don't speak Russian either. You don't? Mm, Tibetichka. Podcast over. <laughs>
Yeah, so sorry if you speak Russian and would love to hear people time. You're going to have to, unfortunately, learn. listen to an English. You're going to have to learn American. Maybe one day it'll get so popular that people will translate it for her. That will never happen. Every language. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, uh, I insist that if, if we get that popular, that Claire Danes reads our audio in Russian to the Russian people. Okay. Claire Danes is who I nominate. Claire Danes. Mm-hmm. So when I was the stunt double on Dunstan Checks In, I met her briefly during mm. my time in the limelight. Yeah. Lovely person. Oh. Yeah. That's nice. Yeah. Attractive, too. <laughs> okay. Did you guys did you just talk? Oh, yeah. <laughs> I showed her my monkey business. Ah. Yeah. What's that? What's your monkey business? Uh, it's a small business that I operate in my uh, garage. Yeah. We sell insurance and magazines, subscriptions. Huh. That makes sense. Yeah. It's a good business. <laughs> showed it to her. Was she impressed? Not even a little. <laughs> she was not impressed. Ah, that was our first dick joke. Ah, it's good. It's good to get it out. It's nice. It's nice to get the dick <laughs> joke out. To get the dick out. I love getting the I mean, dick there's out. There's a second one. Okay. <laughs> we, getting, we need to mark it down. Well, uh, yeah, so. What are we doing? What the fuck are we doing here? We're doing, we are going to do people time on Winston Churchill. Damn, we're going to be dabbling Churchill. Now, yeah, I noticed that you and I both pronounce it differently, and you're probably pronouncing it correctly because I don't. I emphasize, idea. like you say, Church Hill. I ask, yeah, it's almost as if there's two H's, but there's not. It's Church, Churchill. and then, yeah, uh, so you're probably right, Churchill. Uh, I have no idea, but I like saying Church Hill. It just sounds fun. Sounds like a place, though. Yeah, like where the church is on the hill. Yeah. It is. You shouldn't build a building on a hill. That's not wise. No, it's fine. I think. No, there's like a whole thing in the Bible about how you're not supposed to do that. Uh, anyways, well then, let's get started, shall we? I'm fucking excited because I don't know anything. I Dude. mean, I did, I did the Eisenhower research, and he mingled with Churchill and had some nice things to say, but I didn't really learn anything about him beyond um, what I already knew was like that speech that introducts. It's like the introduction to that Iron Maiden live album. Yep, that's li- his most famous death. speech. We'll fight on the landing grounds. We'll fight in the streets. He kind of has a we'll weird inflectiony. Defend our little island. We go to the air and to the streets. He <laughs> just kind of like. Did he have some version of narcolepsy? <laughs> I don't know. That Bruce Dickinson was singing about. Like, there's some people that thought he had a possible mental illness or bipolar, but it's also debated if that was even. That's what the Run to the Hills is about. Run to the Winston Churchills. Oh yeah. I fucking put it together, man. God. <laughs> now, this seriously, it's it's crazy. Uh, I imagine this is similar to the like how you had to do Ike. Yeah. Um, because just a lot. Yeah, everything is documented, and especially with um, I imagine both again, but with Winston for sure, it, everything is tied to everything. So it's really hard not to branch out into other things. Like there's some areas that in this podcast episode I'm going to have to well just to kind of it, it wouldn't make any sense I guess you but give context I'm at least going to summarize everything so it's you know bite size it's good but you are I mean the guy lived through two wars for God's sake two of the major wars so yeah and he, I mean he must matter yeah I know his fucking name yep welcome to people time that's welcome the whole goddamn concept time. <laughs> so to start off right away Without him, because we got to give a little bit of context, just like I was talking about. Yeah, let's so, talk about an alternate universe where Winston Churchill never existed. Oh, well, is that what you said? Without him? Yeah. In that universe, Claire Danes <laughs> was impressed with my small my monkey business. 
and our podcast had way more followers. Yeah, it had like, yeah, like seventeen more people, yeah. and we were like, it's a lot more. <laughs> so uh, with Winston Churchill, one thing you have to find out about him is, or you're gonna find out about him is, he's born already into high status yeah. just because of his family, and that's why it's gonna take a second just to quickly go over why he was. Um, so to give context. A couple generations back, about three, there's a John Churchill, and uh, he is known as the Duke of Marlborough. The reason why... I like that. Yeah. He's, oh, dude, they're all dukes, and, and by the way, don't go into his family tree. Oh, my <laughs> God. I went to that family tree, and first of all, not, as, not only is everybody named John and George, and they all just name their kid after themselves over and over and over again, <laughs> it gets very convoluted, and it's you like, know, what the fuck? Who wanna, is this person? I want to name my kid after the coolest person I know. Oh, me. Yeah. Yeah, what a yeah. bunch of dicks. Well, I guess when you're a duke, you feel pretty cool. Well, and time. unlike the French, they don't be like, they're not like, I'm so-and-so the second or the third or whatever. They just, they're like, yeah, you're John as well. Like, we're, we're just John. And then, like, two generations will skip, and then they'll bring John back again. They're like, yeah, that was my great-grandpa. Let's do John again. How's that not fucking confusing And then for that guy will then name his son John because he's like, I'll name him that brother. So you got like... So where where the fuck does Winston come from? Oh, well, there is somebody in his family tree named Winston. Oh. However, I did not go any further into that because I spent way too long yeah, in his family it. tree. I'm sure it's interesting. Hey, Google that shit if you're into it. Yeah. We don't have fucking time to do... We can't do everything for you, okay? You're not even paying for this. We, You know, <laughs> you can't expect us to just sit down every week and answer every goddamn question you have. What do you want me to do? What do you want me to do? I'll Google it real quick. Are you okay? Oh. No, I'm fine. All right, so here's why John is famous. He's he's known to be the uh, England's one of England's greatest generals due to ah. leading the British Army, uh, the War of Spanish Succession. Okay. So Spain and France, they're all... They're all getting into war. They do, yeah. Yeah. Europe, yeah, sure. And he goes over with his army, and he just wins an awesome battle. And John? Yeah. Sweet. And it's a, uh, yeah. He, he, I won't get into the details of why the war started, even though I did already do all the research, and it's super interesting. So if you want to take the time to look at that (laughs) war, it's actually kind of cool, because it's about everybody in high statuses fucking each other to keep their bloodlines and to keep, like, uh, fucking each other, like, their kingdoms. Like, like war or like no, fucking each other? like fucking each other. Sweet. Like, yeah, like wieners and stuff. This is <laughs> wiener? <laughs> yeah, yeah, so at some point, the the Duke of Marlborough pulled his dick out and put it in another Duke. Uh, I mean, well, yeah, that's true. He like, did. Bend over, Duke. But it's more about like kind I'm, of I'm the Duke of Buttholes. Spain and England and all like the countries in, like, in the area are trying to keep their royal bloodlines, their, their kings and queens, and then there's Dukes involved. And so everybody's like... And, and they're lying too, Bunch and and everybody's sleeping with everybody else, and and having affairs. <laughs> like it's crazy. And this is you said the uh, War of Spanish Succession. Succession, yeah. Okay, cool. The War yeah. of Spanish Succession. It's in 1701 to 1713. If you want to look, look it up, it's just talking cool. about it. My pants are all wet. I'm going to see if there's like a book or something on all this. Uh, yeah. Royal twiddling. So John went off. He won a, a huge battle, and that's why he got his high status because it was a big deal. The queen, um, Queen Anne, mm. gives him a huge palace. Matter of fact, it's the only palace that's given to like a non-royal family um, outside of like, so funny. England. It's funny London. how much this is like fucking Game of Thrones in real life. Dude, dude Sans the dragons, unfortunately. But go check out this war. It's actually kind of I, I literally and what led to it. That's kind of really where it's at. What, what year? 
is this? So the war started in 1701 oh. and it lasted out to 1713. Oh, this is way earlier than I anticipated. Cool. Yeah. Let's do. Yeah, fuck yeah. Well, uh, yeah, a couple generations back. Yeah. Sweet. So, anyways, um, they, he gets a huge palace. Their family is essentially just generals from then on. If they're not generals, they're high society, political. They're up there. Winston gets born in that palace. Now he doesn't end up really living there. He gets his own house and stuff with his family. Yeah. But you can see right away he's an aristocrat. An aristocrat. Yeah, he's a cat. What is that? That's a movie, right? <laughs> I think it's a Disney movie. Yeah. Aristocats. There's some song in there that's not coming to my mind, or I would I would serenade you. Oh yeah, thanks. That's fine. <laughs> yeah, but the palace—it's got like 320 rooms. Like when, I'm trying to say, like how big this thing is. Huge. So think of, yeah, British palace of a duke yeah the duke of marlborough yeah. not mean? even a duke dukes don't have palaces like this oh shit he's like the only duke that like gets this well he's got marlborough money that's yeah. where it's at <laughs> yeah and then he names his kid after winston cigarettes like this guy is all about smoking yeah yeah so his parents sorry um, what year is this when he gets born oh his yeah his birth year is um 1874 wow that's even earlier than i thought too yeah so he's in the late 1800s go wince yeah, but uh, he is born to his parents, uh, his father being Lord Randolph Churchill mm, well, and Lady Randolph Churchill. Yeah, she just takes his she just takes his name, but just puts Lady in front of it, I guess. I think that's a normal thing for them. But her real name's Jenny Jerome. <laughs> it's not even fucking close to what... Yeah. She's American. Yeah. So she crossed the pond to marry uh, an important guy, and he's like, uh, you're not Jenny anymore. <laughs> She's like, How, what, what are you talking about? She's like, you're Randolph now. <laughs> you're Randolph. You're Lady well, Randolph. But that's not how he talks. He's like, <laughs> yeah. yeah. A little She's like, okay, all right, this is cool. I got a palace. But there's a Disney movie made after her. Yeah. The princess gets her palace. Yeah. So lucky American to uh, be able to go over and marry into high society family of fuck that high society England. sucks balls <laughs> get drunk and go to a baseball game god damn it <laughs> I hate baseball well it's just I hate basketball okay I mean that's better I guess it's superior you're gonna get me mad again oh my god can we get drunk and read comics that sounds like an American pastime oh okay good it's the classic for our generation <laughs> that <is> smoking <laughs> weed and reading comic books is the American pastime there we go if it's not, that's how we're writing it in our history on people time. On the people time history. Yeah. Lock that shit in. So Winston's father is a politician who, um, he creates his own party pretty much, his mm. own political party. I mean, it's kind of derived from stuff that already exists, but he picks and chooses what he likes, and it's called the Tory democracy, and it sticks around for a while. I feel like I've heard that word before, Tory. That must be, are yeah. they still around? I think so. I wow. didn't go into today's politics. It got to the point where I went into this stuff so much. You got a like, lot to learn. Especially how the politics change between that time frame in Britain and now. Yeah. And uh, I'm not really familiar with British uh, politics, and I now know more than, well, I, I still probably don't know anything, but I know more than I did by a shit ton. Anyways. And isn't that weird to like sink into a time like that where you don't, you feel like you don't know anything, and then you learn a bunch. You're like, "Fuck, dude, it, this this research has been has been probably one of the more like the funnest one I've done." I don't know, for real? Yeah, I'm fucking strapped in. Hey, according to Google, the Tories are around, and they are the conservative. Yes, they are party conservatives and unionist party, the center right of the United Kingdom. And that kind of makes sense because, cool. well, we'll get into that later. I'm gonna continue on. So. He's promoted to what is called the Chancellor of the Exchequer. 
Yeah, which is uh, it's like a leader of the house, and it has a lot of government responsibilities. Uh, it's it's a cabinet position. It's considered to be a very good high position. Sweet. And he's passing bills and helping out in the government. However, um, he has a strong public support, but he's pretty much pissing off the other conservative politicians. Mm. He he like he's trying to make cuts in financial cuts in the military. Yeah. And nobody wants it like on nobody his own that. party pretty much. But uh, he decides that he's going to. Uh, threatened to resign to get his way because he's like he's like I got a huge following the public love me they're not gonna let me just resign so I go in there I say you're gonna do this or else I'm gonna resign and yeah they just accept his his resignation and his his career ends that's it so he walks in all haughty like yeah yeah well I'm gonna I'm gonna leave they're like okay and he's like really but wait oh and his political yeah his political career is over he's still in parliament but he really doesn't have anything going on oh randolph oh is that his name yeah randolph oh, randolph um winston's and mother that's, well, oh, that that's just well I just he also cries like that <laughs> oh yeah for sure it's gotta be right yeah but winston's mother jenny was uh as i said she was an american that was born in brooklyn new york wild and she was raised in new york and in paris she kind of floats around so she's i mean obviously what's her some deal? money uh I don't know. I don't know about her parents too much, other than that her mom slept around. And so then she just started sleeping around until she uh, married a duke. I did not know he was half American. Yeah, yeah, he is. That's why he's so cool. <laughs> See what I did there? I'm a racist. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. So she marries Randolph. They give birth to Winston, of course, and also have another son named. Well, it's weird. His name's John, but it's one of those scenarios where he goes by Jack, and I, I don't know why. We still don't know why that. That's gonna be the thing. With, we're gonna, we're gonna Every, figure this out. This has been more than one time that we've run into this too, like in people times. Well, so. and it's a curious fucking thing because John to Jack's not crazy. Richard to Dick is. Yeah. Yeah. Dick to Richard. It's an amazing thing to watch online. Don't know why it happens. Yeah. Well, and so Winston and Jack they have a, a fairly good um, relationship mm. when they're younger, although. Um, Jack is considered to be a lot more like he's what he's supposed to be for that status, um, that family status. He's proper, he's polite, he's obedient. Uh-huh. Winston is not. Sweet. Um, That's the half American. But they keep a good relationship throughout their life. So, I mean, they, they write to each other and all sorts of stuff. Jack goes on to be a general in the military. And That's about as Jack. far as, yeah. Curtains. Yeah. So Winston's mom sleeps around. It's like it's like known. It's like a thing. Yeah, but but no, I, known now or known at the time. Uh, I'm pretty sure it came out eventually. Like I don't think like you know everyone died and no one you know found out until like historians got in there. Sure. But at the same time, saying this, everybody was sleeping around with everybody. Oh, that's just a thing. Yeah. The reason why I bring up that she did wasn't just to call her out, but it's because it's yeah, you're of like who oh, by she the way, slept she's with. A slut. No, she sleeps with Prince of uh, the Prince of Wales. The future king of, uh, yeah, the future king Edward the Seventh. Damn. So like, so the current queen's dad. Yeah. Wow. No, not not the current queen's. Oh wait, is that how it is? Yeah. Well, yeah, because she's old as fuck. Yeah. She's been in charge for a while, so it would so, have to. Hey, there back. was even speculation that Winston's younger brother. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Was not Randolph's, but uh, it's. I'm pretty sure it's no longer really debated anymore. A lot of people think that. Um, Jack looks identical to Randolph. Are you telling me the queen, huh? Winston Churchill's sister? Is that what you're telling me? <laughs> no. Come on, tell me it. Ah, okay. 
Yes. But it's not true. Oh, fuck. Well, that's neat. I mean, just yeah. to think of the Dukes all duking each other. Yeah, they do. It, and, and it's weird. If there was ever a time where someone, like, their line was going to run out or they're going to have an issue yeah. finding somebody to, like, marry and have kids with, they would seriously, like, this is how important it was to them. They would go find somebody who was as close as the status that they wanted which sometimes was kind of low. Yeah. And then they would tell them, like, your name is now this because that's an important name. And, <laughs> like, in like in his family tree at one point, they, they grab one guy and they're like, you're now a Churchill. Uh, what? Yeah. Excuse, excuse me? Hello? And he takes on the name who because it's a better who? name, I guess, than who are you? whatever his was. Oh, I'm a Churchill. Oh, sweet. So I can duke some people? Yeah, they're going to duke each other. Yeah everyone's, yeah, everyone's doing that. Duke the maid Carolyn. So it's she weird. throw the towel in. Status and names are important to people. That's that's a thing, I guess. Well, and I guess when, you know, power currency in royalty is more about name than it is about um, accomplishments. Yeah. 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 You just grab a guy. Well, especially because you kind of take on the accomplishments of your ancestors. That's why, yeah. you know, you're like, I'm I'm the son or the grandson of so-and-so, so, like, I'm important because yeah. look what he did, and I'm going to do the same shit. Because my family are still trailer people. And <laughs> that's all we ever accomplished. And Churchill, I mean... Uh, it really does kind of follow up his line where there's a lot of generals, a lot of high-end political, and they're kind of born into it, so, I mean, that's, you know. But that's fine, because if you then do accomplish, yeah, fuck it. Yeah. Um, she also does some work um, with the Royal Red Cross. I just want to bring that up, because after saying that she slept around, I felt bad, so I wanted to also put Yeah, her. we're not, not slut-shaming, I guess, because no. everybody's fucking everybody. Everybody is, yes. Well, I'm, but I am going to Google her. Yeah. So I can think about duking her. <laughs> <laughs> Don't dabble. <laughs> okay. I'm going to duke and dabble. That's my new, that's my catchphrase. People time. I'm duking and dabbling. <laughs> All right, so on to, on while, to Winston. Let's, while Jordan's talking. Let's go back to, oh, God. All right, so uh, in early childhood, Winston grew up in Dublin, Ireland, actually. You know, uh, That's where he mostly grew up in as a child. Is that like where the, child. the Churchill clan is? from or they just have like a house there they have a house there there's there's lots of i think mm-hmm. they actually with the family and how big it is they actually have multiple places they live at Neat. so yeah in Ireland. yeah correct which is part of the uk at this time um <clears throat> so due to his father's current political career at age 12 um winston that's why they're living in dublin by the way sorry is because of his father's political career like so they move around but that's why he like holds office in dublin somewhere yeah cool he gets called to go be like a secretary for someone over there so uh uh, winston is shipped off at the age of 12 to boarding school called saint george's near ascot berkshire ha ha yeah it sounds it sounds very british doesn't it hella british (laughs) right berkshire which makes sense because i mean it's it's british yeah Yeah, it would be weirder if it's (laughs) (laughs) like utah (laughs) it'd be weird if we went to uh you know, New Jersey Community College. <laughs> yeah. New Jersey State Community <laughs> College. So uh, there, he. this is a little bit of a strange thing. He gets a lot of nicknames throughout his life, and I can only find this in one place because I thought he got the nickname later, but he's given supposedly the, the nickname of the Little Bulldog Ooh. When, he is a, when he's a young lad because, according to my sources that I found, was that he's wild and disobedient. Like a bulldog. But it's strange because he mit- gets a nickname later on, which is just the bulldog, and it's because of his ferocious mm-hmm. and, you know, tenac- uh, tenaciousness. Yeah, I mean, I, I guess if you're tough enough, he also kind of has a 
fat pug looking face. That's Maybe. also the other reason <laughs> why I later on it is. It is because there's like, a thing. You look like a fucking bulldog, dude. And he's like, well, yeah. Yeah, well, yeah. Because uh, Russia used to, that's what, that was their nickname for him. He's the bulldog. Hey, I mean, if you're going to be on the world stage, it's kick ass to have a cool name like that. Hell yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so he was he was actually extremely disobedient. He wasn't uh, very he wasn't a very good student. Um, he didn't get along with others. His <laughs> teachers hated him basically. So he's late to classes all the time. He's, he's, a, he's a little shit. Yeah, he's right. disgraceful. I mean, he's twelve years old. He's a, you know he's a stupid dumb twelve year old kid. They all suck. <laughs> I don't know what to tell you. Um, yeah, twelve year old boys are fucking monsters. Yeah, I think anywhere. So he's uh, to give you an idea of what he was actually said about, which is kind of funny is uh, he gets, like, reports back, and they're saying, like, his general conduct his general conduct is very bad. He is a constant trouble to everyone and is always in some scrape or another. He has no ambition and cannot be trusted to behave himself when uh, at any time. That's fucking rude. He's a kid. Yeah. You dickhead. One teacher would go on to report that he was the worst child that they've ever <laughs> worked with. <laughs> yeah. Worst child in the world, actually. Yeah. They just didn't. Yeah, he was. He sucked. I guess we needed. Yeah, let's write like a kids' book about what a shithead he was. Yeah, and then how he ended up being awesome, and that'll teach kids. Hey, yeah. if your teacher gets mad at you, just throw mud at their face. Fuck them. <laughs> <laughs> you could still accomplish. Yeah. So along with being a wild kid and being at the bottom, like, he's not, he's the lowest in his grade as far as his his studies like and academics. Yeah. Oh. Um, he didn't care for them, especially the ones that he didn't like. He hated Latin. He hated math, so he wasn't good at those. There are an exception with geography and history. Hmm. He enjoyed those, so he excelled. But everything else, he's like, I don't care. That is so people time. Yeah. Like, how many people we do that they only do well in the things that they give a fuck about? The things that they're interested in, and then they're yeah. like, bam. And then they just uh, succeed. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't, that didn't happen to me. I got. I just didn't care for any of it. I liked history when I was a, uh, you know in school but I this is as far as I've gotten here is hey. people time <laughs> podcast well that worked out I guess uh, hey. <laughs> thanks guys I, actually yeah you guys are fucking cool yeah I didn't think anybody would give a shit to listen to this dumb shit but yeah it's cool that people do that's nice yeah I'm, I'm enjoying it well that is like I was saying how many people time have we done where that's the case where where as children everyone goes they sucked in school yeah. It, it, unless it's like, well, except this thing, like math or whatever. So, you know, if your kid sucks at art class, let him let him follow his whatever. Whatever his whatever views. one he is, yeah. Yeah, because then he might accomplish. Yeah. And then we'll people time him. Yeah. And tell Duke jokes. <laughs> and then they're like, instantly proud. everyone's like, I'm not going to do that now. <laughs> You'll be very proud. You'll tell dick jokes about your children. So the funny thing, though, is that he hates school. Winston despises it. I mean, obviously, he doesn't really have any friends. He's not yeah. doing well. Everybody, Bart you know, Simpson. teachers, yeah. So he writes to his mom, and uh, he's constantly pleading with her. And I had to like, I had to share these letters because they're he lays it on thick. It's good. And this is his twelve-year-old. Uh, yeah, All this right. is like between the ages of twelve and fourteen. Sweet. He says, "My dearest mama, do attend my letter. I am so wretched. Even now, I weep." Please, my dear, my darling mommy, be kind to your loving son. My dear mother, please do not be so unkind. Answer my letter. Please do, 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 come to see your loving son. And he actually wrote it out like that many times. Like, yeah. So. Wow. He actually, yeah, he wasn't. Putting he, on the drama. Yeah. Ma. yeah. Your loving son. Come, don't be so unkind. Your poor. 
poor suffering son who yeah. loves you so dearly, mother. <laughs> yeah. And of course she just looks at it and is like, God, this pug face little motherfucker. <laughs> it's funny, it's the, yeah. That's what she said. <laughs> <laughs> no, she doesn't say that, but they don't they don't yeah, they don't really they don't go visit him. They they visit him once a uh, year while yeah. he's in school. And That's... they they're busy doing like Social parties and events yeah. and fucking dukes. I mean, dinner. I don't know. Whatever the fuck. Yeah, whatever royalty does. I don't know. Yeah. I well, his father's weird. doing political work. I guess. So yeah, he's busy. No, it's definitely just riding horses and weird sex parties. Yeah, political work. Yeah. Yeah, politics. That's the, I said the same thing. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. We're on the same page. Um. So at the age of fourteen, he is transferred over. He barely passes an entrance exam to go to an elite boarding school called. Harrow School. Ooh. He continues his education there, and his grades do start to improve, um, but he's still getting into trouble. Like, he's still... Well... He's still a wild child, I you guess. You can't take that out of some people. Yeah. Um, he's still not getting attention from his parents, um, but he still, like, writes and says stuff that he loves his mother and he admires his father. His father is a politician. He's a little suck-up. Yeah. Um, but also... Uh, he, he does admire his father to the point where he actually he memorizes his speeches and shit. <laughs> yeah. He was just doing that to try and get out of there. <laughs> yeah, to maybe so. But his father, because uh, his father became, you know, became the chancellor of Exchequer. Ooh, what the fuck? Exchequer? Yeah, I'd actually write out phonetically how to say that because it's not how it's spelled. And that's in England? I mean, I guess it kind of is, but... Yeah. I never heard of that. Yeah, it's in England. Yeah, that's that's the one I was saying that the, what he had at the beginning when I was kind of going over his father. That's his like his position that he ends up throwing away because he says, "I'll threaten to resign." Oh. So this is the time period where he becomes an exchequer. Uh, Winston's in school and he's memorizing his speeches. And the people of exchequer don't give a shit about him because he. The people of exchequer. Yeah, because he threatens to leave. Oh no, he's still in England. Exchequer is the title. Sorry. Oh. I am so sorry. Oh, you're fine. Exchequer is the name. It's the Chancellor of Exchequer. What the? It's spelled out like Exchequer. It's like an R on the end. I mean, like, the Q makes a K sound. I get that, but it's, I don't know. Anyways. Hoity toity. I'm American. I don't know, dude. I wasn't well educated. Fuck you. <laughs> no, I'm, yeah, that's that's the whole thing with Americans <laughs> talking about English history. We're like, oh, 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 yeah. Little motherfuckers. Oh, yeah. Play baseball. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But uh, at the same time that he's memorizing his speeches and he's saving articles of his father, doing all this stuff. That's kind of cute, I guess. Yeah. A year is all that his father's in there before he does that whole, like, I'll resign. And so he's, yeah, he collects all his stuff. He's admiring him. And then his father loses his job. And is he, like, now disgraced? No. I mean, it's Lord Randolph, his father, is, um, he's, he's, I guess, a little bit ashamed because he feels like he failed for sure. But he did. Uh, this actually causes an issue between him and Winston. Like oh. their relationship wasn't necessarily super great when they're really when he was really young. He was mostly raised by his nanny. Like his parents weren't really around that much. Like his mom was more like she was around, but she didn't care for him that much. Yeah, rich people. That, yeah, right. So same with him. Him and his father. He didn't really have a relationship with his father that was super great. And then when this happens, it's even worse because. Lord Randolph finds his son to be a, a big failure. He's terrible in school. He, he finds him to be clumsy and makes stupid decisions. Um, so much so that when Winston's 18 years old, he decides, Winston decides he's going to jump off a bridge to grab onto a branch. Like he's being a stupid kid, I don't know. Yeah. So there's a tree, obviously, that, and the branch goes out <laughs> over the ledge of the bridge. We've all had that thought, yeah. <laughs> he gets up on there, and he, he dives, and he misses, and he... he 
He falls, Winston. hits his head, goes into a coma for three months, comes <laughs> out, has to recover for, or not three months, sorry, three days, and then has to recover for a, a couple of months. And his dad basically mocks him. He's like, yeah, he's an idiot. <laughs> Dipshit. Yeah. Uh, I mean, That's he goes so on to even funny. say, like, uh, let's see, he calls him a dunce and other names, <laughs> and then... Your kid's in a coma, and he's like, what a dipshit. Yeah, he basically just oh, name calls him. Fuck. Like, hey, you know you got a pug face, too. Wake up. Hey, be Where'd a you man. get that from? It's not from my side of the family. <laughs> right. <laughs> I just got fired, and you suck worse than me. Yeah, that's basically what happens. So, I mean, it's kind of sad, because they, they don't have a good, a good relationship. Well, he still admires him, though. He still finds his father to be this, you know, shining diamond in his eye. Yeah, every, yeah, it happens, even if you're a pug face. But uh, <laughs> it gets to the point where Winston's father really just doesn't want to deal with him anymore, and he actually encourages Winston at the age of 21. He tries to guide him to a military career because he's just like, I, you're an idiot. You're not going to amount to anything. Like, just <laughs> go over here. You don't have to come back home. You know, go away. It's not you don't have to come back home. You're not welcome, yeah. so go to military school. They'll take care of you over there, I guess. Yikes. So, so did Winston not have, like, military ambitions before that? Uh, there's not anything that I found that he was wanting to go into. He actually has ambitions of wanting to get into um, Parliament with his father, actually. Oh. But never did I see anything about him being like he wanted to go into battle or go wow. join the military or anything like that. That's big if you're not, like, into it and then you're pushed into it. Yeah. Yikes. So he's 21 years old. It's, to give you a time frame, it's 1895. Um... However, he actually does quite well in the military. He basically gets the top out of out of everything. He's like the best horseman, or wow. at least he's really high up as far as that. Um, you know, of all the people in his class, he's one of the best. Same with marksmen, swordsmen. Fuck. He excels in everything in in the field for the military um, studying that he's doing. And, and hey, man, some people need that uh, military structure to to excel. I guess so, because from this point on, man, this guy fucking balls to the wall almost or maybe he needed something to prove to himself like you know what my dad thinks i'm no good fuck him i'm gonna beat everybody which is funny because right after he gets his reports back he sends them to his father and tells him that he is not useless and that he will oh. sit with him in parliament hey that fuck yeah dude yeah dude he gets a fucking fire under his ass sometimes that's what you need to do hey take that as a lesson hit your kid <laughs> and tell him they're useless until they want to prove you wrong yeah this oh. is the people time, raising your kids hour. The only shitty part is, is after he tells his father all this, the same year his father dies. Uh, yeah, sorry well, to... He can still break. he can still prove his ghost wrong. Yeah. Because, yeah. Yeah. From now on, his ghost follows him around the way Tila Tequila's ghost follows me, and it's a similar dynamic. Yeah, well, Tila Tequila gives you ghost STDs, but... She attempts to. Oh. I'm working on... I've been doing some spells. <laughs> okay. I, I jerk off on some tablets... Oh, nice. I invoked the ghost of Ape. What tablets? Are these, like, where are you finding tablets? Are these just in your house? What is this? I still don't know. <laughs> He's just, it's what's just, this? I'm going to jerk off on it. Is that an Enochian language? I'm going to masturbate on that. Oh, okay. And that, that keeps Tila Tequila at bay. And I bet that's what Winston was doing, walking around his castle. <laughs> yeah. I never stopped my water. <laughs> Sorry, I'm rambling now. You're good. <laughs> I enjoyed all of it, especially the jerking off part. I'm just picturing you doing that. Okay. Oh yeah, who does it? That's a nice warm image. Thank you to the listening to the uh, raise your kids people time hour. Uh. Jerk off on tablets, <laughs> smack them. Oh man, smack your kids. I'm so sorry, Dad. If you're listening, <laughs> <laughs> I'm not. Yeah, he's all right. Yeah, I'm sure he's fine. All right, so uh, Winston. Dad's a cool guy. Yeah, Winston decides to enlist in the British Army. Same year, his father dies. 
he's like, all right, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go get into some battles. He's eager. He's like, I'm gonna go show everybody that I can do shit, and Fuck I'm gonna, yeah. be, I'm gonna be the best at it. There you go. So uh, that's the American part of it. Yeah, and and really, it's 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 kind of the best way at this time frame to really get it ahead in society and your career. Mm. Like, if you want to get into Parliament, it helps that you have battle experience or you've been in sure. wars or anything like that. Like, it's it's kind of a big deal at this time frame. I know today it's a big deal until they get back, and then we don't care about no, we don't give a shit about it. But in this time in Britain, yeah, people care. Like being a veteran, you were actually revered at the time. Oh yeah, God, yeah, what then? Yeah, yeah, we have fucked that up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I'm not even very patriotic, and that shit pisses me off. Yeah, I know. Same here. Fuck, dude. So with his mother's political influence, he's able to go seek and join the fronts at the current battles that are going on in the world with <laughs> Britain. And this is a time frame. As if you're not aware of this, Britain has colonies everywhere. This is where they're trying to take over like everything. Very imperialist kind of. Yeah, they're in South America. They're... That's my India, right? Yeah, yeah that's yeah. Yeah, India. That's ours. Oh yeah, this is so. I mean, it get, even gets into like I guess a little bit into China and stuff. It's weird. Fucking hell, yeah. So. Oh yeah, they're in Hong Kong. I remember from yeah. Bruce Lee people time. Yeah. Shit balls, I'm learning so, so much. with that help, he is able to get his first campaign, which is to go to Cuba. And uh, he's really just mostly going there to observe. He wants hmm. to see how battles work, and he's still, you know, wet behind the ears. But because he's got high status, he kind of can, yeah. you know, he, got, he has his mother's influence to help him get with the right people. They're like, all right, you're not going to be totally, but you can go check it out. But they, so they don't have a colony in Cuba. They're maybe thinking about it kind of thing it's not that so much as actually as uh, cuba's going to cuba's trying to actually denounce their independence from spain and mm. it's weird because britain's helping spain and the u.s is actually helping cuba weird huh it's <laughs> yeah. funny how things change huh <laughs> i know right <laughs> yeah yeah everybody by the way everyone's countries all the countries are in everybody's like every and people get allies and they break them and then they regain them and they attack other people like it's crazy. His, like, history is just people being dicks on a large scale, yeah. like a geographical it's basically, scale. It's something that you said that has stuck with me for – you said this, I don't even know how many years ago, maybe a couple of years ago. And mm-hmm. it was like, you know, when it comes to countries and wars and stuff, it's basically just gangland warfare on a larger scale. Fuck. Something along that lines, you said. More, like, Yeah, you could see that, I guess. Gangs that are trying to God, what a take wise, their turf. What a wise person I am. Dude, I thought so. I <laughs> fucking stuck with me. I was like, that is shit. And I was wasted, so I don't even Especially because I remember thinking of it in a similar fashion, except for it was like all about this thing about school pride. And it's like, why do we have school pride? Like, who gives a shit? Right. And that's what I thought like nations were on a large scale it was like oh I'm so prideful but like why like, everybody just just be happy for the other school be happy for everyone yeah. and then when you said gang warfare or, you know gangland kind of fighting I was like yeah, that's actually more accurate people are people are terrible <laughs> yeah we're yeah it's not even about pride it's just like well they have a they have I a, just want that stuff they have a resource I want yeah and I know somebody else has it but I don't care because I want it uh, bam 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 a king gets killed Somebody gets raped. There's fire. Yeah. And then suddenly it's your fucking resources. And that's neat. And then you're like, this has always been mine. And you write the history book saying the other person sucked. And it, it wasn't your no, fault. Nobody else was ever here. What are you talking about? And then yeah. somebody else comes and rapes you. You get duked right in the butthole. And then now it's the, and then it's their sugar cane. Yeah. Oh, God, what a beautiful, inspiring thing the human race is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's also kind of... Yeah, th- th- we're going to get to a lot of that with this, too. Fantastic. So. Yeah, I think that's what uh, John Lennon was saying about Imagine, how amazing it is to 
when Winston duked everybody. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if he duped a lot of people. No? Well, you know, like imperially. Oh, yeah. yeah. Okay. <laughs> Duke the Cubans. Sorry, I didn't understand your metaphor inside the metaphor. Of... Yeah, it's, it's all wrapped in a bunch of nonsense. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so even though he is there to go observe, he actually throws himself into battle. He, he wants to get involved. So he goes there, he's with his people, they're observing, and he goes and joins one of the battles, and uh, it's reported by another like newspaper columnist that's there yeah. saying that he threw himself into unbelievable, dangerous situations. Uh-huh. At one point, a bullet that had whistled past his head killed the horse right behind him. Fuck. Apparently it was like a, like a foot above his head. And he just charged ahead. And he was just like, yeah, I'm checking all this shit out. So is he like on a horse with a sword type of thing? Yeah, I think so. Badass. I'm not sure if he's on a horse, but that's you're in the time frame when that's what's going on, and he might have been. So Badass. he's either that or he's on foot. And he's not like regular infantry because he went to military He's still cool. he's still low though. He's still not considered like anything. He's not like a commander of any kind. No, he's he's footman for sure still. But he's because he's got higher status. He can kind of he kind of gets help to be put in the right sure. spots. Give at least in horse. this scenario. Yeah, yeah. But kill uh, the Cubans. Is that who we're killing or the Spaniards? No, no, no. It's who yeah. He's going for the Cubans. Yeah, he's trying him. to help Spain go stop Cuba from getting their independence. He's trying to snuff oh. out that idea. You little. Brown people, give me your resources. God damn it! Yeah, why do I don't know. Take it? I don't even know why Spain and Cuba are really. I didn't go that much further into it. I just know that Cuba was like, I don't want to be part of your guys' shit anymore. And Spain was like, you're going to be part of that's our shit. Every group of people has always been like, no, I want to run my own shit. And then yeah. somebody else comes in and goes, no. Yeah, I'm gonna burn your city down. Pretty much. That's beautiful. So after Cuba, Winston travels to New York. Ah, and goes to America. Yeah, let's s- kill the New York. <laughs> no, no, no. Which is funny because he was just in a battle where it was technically it's him and Spain versus Cuba. But I think America's really just kind of supporting Cuba. We're good at playing that sly, like, you go kill your guys' selves off, but we'll give you the stuff to do what you need to do. We're in in as much as when you win, we're with you. Yeah. But when you lose, we weren't here. Yeah. Like, well, yeah. We perfected that art. (laughs) And then we'll just wait for that power to slowly get to a point where we can sneakily go in and And kill them silently. Slide in, like, hey, America's here. Yeah. So he goes into New York, and he stays with a politician, William Burke, uh, William Burke. Cochran. I, I had to look yeah. at it to make sure because it's his funny name. Cochran. Yeah. Like Johnny? He's the U.S. House representative at the time. So he's he's but, got... That's up. Winston's got some connections, man. Is it, did he meet this, this, this sir from his uh, mom? Yeah. Sweet. Yeah. So he goes over there. He doesn't stay there for super long. He does admire the United States. He's, he writes to his brother telling him that... It's a great country. He writes to his mother saying, what an extraordinary people the Americans are. Uh-huh. Yeah, so he's he's pretty stoked, I guess. Everybody says it about when you go to New York, especially around then, turn of the century. Like, yeah. Oh, a, lot of, a lot of cool shit going on. Yeah, the Irish are out here killing the Italians. It's a lot of fun. Yeah. And there's food carts everywhere. So that's what he did when he was 21. When he's 22, it's 1896. He goes and requests to – no, he gets transferred. He doesn't mm. request it. He just gets transferred by the military to go to Bangal- uh, Bangalore, Bangalore in India. I think that was one of the spots in Street Fighter. Oh, yeah, I remember Bangalore. That. Yeah. Yoga Flame, Yoga yeah. Fire. Yeah. Yeah, I remember that game. Horrorokin! Yeah. It's a good game. It's fun. So he goes there, and he describes it as a godless land of snobs and boars. <laughs> <laughs> you also have to remember, this is the time frame where 
India is part of, and I say, I'm not using this as an excuse for his, you know, whatever, right. but this is the time frame where India um, is under British control and Indians are considered second-class citizens at best. And be, uh, Bangalore's in India? Yeah. Or Bharata? Yeah. As we learned. Bharata. Um, and it's not an English colony yet, but we're like... It is. It's oh, right now. Okay. It's an English colony. What a bunch of boring old... Indians. Yeah. They're not really... But the British are treating the Indians pretty poorly, so they don't... They already don't like them. Hey, wait for Gandhi, motherfucker. Yeah. Oh, wait. Oh, oh, oh. Is in the narrative? Yeah. I'm so fucking psyched right now. Dude, it... Okay, anyways. So, he stays there for 19 months, and he doesn't like it. He hates India. He has to, like, share a bungalow and stuff. I mean, I'm sure the Indian people are fine, but I would say the weather sounds... You know, humid, lots of bugs. Yeah, and humid. Shit. I, like I wouldn't want to hang out there. But uh, while he's there for those 19 months, he does get to go on some military expeditions, which is Ooh. really helpful for him in his career. It's an Indiana Jones thing, right? No. Oh, that's just in my head. It could be. I mean, yeah. yeah. In your head, it could be. Sweet. <laughs> he's still on a horse with a sword, as far as I'm concerned. Get India! He does. As a matter of fact, uh, that's going to come up in a little bit. Kill him. So. With his first expedition, he goes to what's called the Indian Northwest Frontier, mm. which I had to go look up because I was like, what the hell is that? Uh, in the sense of it's, it's a location. The location no longer exists. It's actually what we now call Western Pakistan slash Eastern Afghanistan. I guess the line oh. is kind of right there. I have heard they fight over that line, yeah. Yeah. As a matter of fact, well, you find out through, especially through this history, everybody's fighting over, it seems like, always the same locations. Like, over and over and over and over and over. And I guess we still fucking are. Yeah. Same lines. Yeah. There's some differences that come up with what becomes important and why, but, yeah, we basically do. All right, so, yeah, that's where, in case you were wondering, that's where the Northeast Frontier is. And this is one of the, this is one of the important battles that he goes into. He goes in. He uh, not only is fighting. Well, he, uh, this guy's name's cool, so I have to say it. Mm. So he goes under the force of the military general of... Bindin Blood. What? That's the guy's name. Bindin Blood. Is who? His last name's Blood. Churchill's fighting under? Yeah, so he wants to go in and he joins this guy, Bindin Blood. What? And they actually have a like a cool name. It's Bindin Blood's Malakand Field Force. Mm. And he's going to end up writing a book about this, so that's why I definitely wanted to bring this up. This is like his first book. He writes... The Blood Force. Yeah. This is Winston's first book? Yeah, he writes a book on the battle of this with, that he goes into with Binden. Wow. That's very Iron Maiden. The Blood Force. Yeah, dude. It's it's kind of cool, huh? But, yeah, yeah it's against the uh, Mamond re- rebels in the Swa Valley. Yeah, I don't really uh, know. Ma- Mamet? Um, Mamend. I don't know. I think that's Muslims. Yeah, so I know the Muslims in Pakistan have been fighting the Indians over that line for forever. Fuck yeah, dude! It's like it's like the Israelites and the uh, uh, Palestinians and yeah. the Koreans and uh, yeah, us in Idaho. It's the same goddamn thing. Oh shit, we were there or just? Oh, I thought we were joining the battle. You're talking about how we fight Idaho with the yeah. borderline. So people who, who farm from aren't around these parts. We try to get the more of ours, like. The northern part, we don't need so much. Like, no, it's your guys's. Yeah. Mo- Shut up, you potato growers. Most people don't know that Utah and Idaho fight over our state line, but it's not. It's taking. It's giving. Yeah. Like, we push a good part of northern That's why Utah it's kind of up. funny looking. That, yeah. It moves, and then they push it back down, and yeah. they throw potatoes at us, and we're like, hey, you fuck. Yeah. And then we throw Book of Mormons More Book at of them. Mormons. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so. 
hasn't gotten nuclear yet. Keep your eyes on the Deseret News. <laughs> <laughs> so he writes, first of all, he writes an article, I guess, on the battle, and he sends that off. And it's, you know, it, it, it gets put in the newspapers, and it's Sweet. highly regarded. It's like, oh, this is interesting. And uh, somebody else writes on it saying that, it, that he had survived, actually, a, a pretty bloody battle, saying that he, he did well, and he fought yeah. and saw his friends get mutilate, mutilated yeah. and by the enemy. And so, yeah, so it was... Quite a, quite a warrior. Yeah. Cool. But uh, he kind of says something funny, too, because he writes to his mother. He says, I do not believe the gods would create so potent a being as myself as to posiac an ending. <laughs> oh, sorry. Pros, prosaic. I'm, I'm shitty. Prosaic. Prosaic. Yeah. I had to write it out phonetically because I was like, yeah. well, I, I also put it down. It's supposed to be like lacking poetic beauty. Oh, okay. So it, it, I, he, he writes it out kind of pretty like kind you know, of he's poetic like, yeah. yeah but it's also arrogant he is also known to be extremely arrogant so to translate that quote he was like how could a god make somebody as as brutish and amazing as die himself? in such a simple stupid way like huh yeah so he's so because that article gets written that was a bloody battle and his mom's worried and that's what he sends back he's like yeah don't worry about it like if if god was gonna have me killed i would be killed in a cooler way than this like <laughs> I'm I'm important. Hey mom, you remember what I look like? Yeah, they're not. God's not taking that away from the earth. He's like, you're a little pug face looking chubby motherfucker. It's like, no, God would never take this off the earth. But it's kind of cool because uh, he also realizes that he's actually not very well educated. So he decides to educate himself by reading a whole bunch of books. Hmm. Um, some of which, and I'll try to go over them really quickly, so it's not too long. But like his self education. Kind of give you an idea. Yeah, he does Plato for philosophy. He does Adam Smith, who is a Scottish economist, so he's trying to learn about economy and how it works, especially because it's about political economy, yeah. um, how to run it and make it work. Um, he also reads Charles Darwin, which I thought was kind of just weird and interesting. I don't know why. It just seemed like... Seems like required reading. I guess. That's the time. Uh, Henry Halem, who is an English historian. Probably so he's is. getting his history in. I believe you. And then he does his most important ones, which is Edward Gibbon's uh, History uh, of the Decline and Fall of the Roman Empire. Yeah. I have cracked that book open a few times myself. Gibbon's. Yeah. Yeah. On uh, the recommendation of Carl Sagan. That's not a joke. Yeah. I did not finish it. It's very fucking long and boring. <laughs> is it really long and boring? That's all I had to say. Oh. It's very long and boring. Sorry, I kind of came to as Lots I was of like... Caesars and stuff. And just, is it good? In the sense of, like, overall, did you, like, oh, okay. I mean, if you want to get, like, detailed, detailed history of Rome. Yeah. Well, I think that's kind of the idea, which, I mean, this comes into play later. And otherwise, I wouldn't probably brought all of these up. But he he's basically teaching himself how to be a politician and and yeah. war tactics and all that kind of shit. Yeah. Because that's, that's what his dream is. He wants to go into parliament. And, you know, if he's just, like, a like kind of towards the bottom uh, military guy and he wants to get into politics. Yeah. Yeah. He's going to need to get smarter. He's got to know what he's talking about and shit. He needs to read Nicomachean Ethics and uh, The Prince. Yeah. Stuff like that. That's what I did before I got into Parliament anyway. What? When were you in Parliament? Just last year. Didn't work out. It didn't work out? Did you... No. Did you threaten to resign? I duped a bunch of people. <laughs> and they're like, get out! That's not what we do here anymore. <laughs> yeah, it is. Yeah, it is. Yeah, it is, though, because yeah. I was here. I did it. it. I did it. You can't really change the fact that I haven't. I duped you. I duped you too, motherfuckers. Dabble myself in the elevator. Prime Minister, your butthole. <laughs> I don't even know how that makes any sense, but yeah, there you go. Yeah, get your yeah prime up, your minister asshole. <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna duke it. 
<laughs> all right, so he, he after he reads all these books, um, he decides he's also going to write a book himself. He's like, yeah, why, why not? So he writes the story of the Macklin Field, which huh. is oh, Field Four. Sorry, that's the, uh, the yeah. battle he was in. So he did an article, then he wrote a book on it. Like I was kind of saying a little bit. And earlier. he's he's considered like a like a good writer. Actually, yeah. So um, let's see here. Uh, at the time when his first book came out, it was considered to be well received. I didn't know if it was popular or mm. if it was just like some people read it. They're like, yeah, it was pretty good. Yeah. Later on, he does become obviously known as a well, you know, uh, a well-written author. But uh, I went and looked up the book on Amazon because I just wanted to see yeah. if it still held up. Yeah. Four point seven out of five stars. People dig it. And a lot of people said that reading it actually gave them insight to kind of what the person was going to be like later on in life, even even though you know That's what it fun. is. And it also gave you battle tactics of what you know British tac- tactics were at the time, especially because they were kind of the reigning yeah. army. Man, that's a lot like the like Eisenhower's crusade in Europe. Yeah, yeah, he wrote it before he was president, and it's about war, and he's a good writer. Yeah, and there's a lot of similarities I've Neato. noticed between these two people. Oh man, they are so making out in my head. And they could have been brothers a lot. <laughs> Even got weirder all of a sudden if their brothers making out. Oh shit. Yeah, sometimes brothers do that. <laughs> oh shit, man! You got a lot of brothers too. I don't even know. Well, you know <sighs> yeah, I do have a lot of brothers. But I mean, so I guess the people that do read it, they say like, yeah, he's he's a good author. Sweet. Um, the same year, Winston also writes a fictional book, which is kind of funny. I thought because yeah. I don't think he really writes any more fictional books, um, at least that I'm aware of. He mm-hmm. writes one called uh, Sabrola. 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 Which is about this. He's the protagonist who is the underdog who needs to go take over the evil tyrant guy who's named Antonio Malara. Oh, Antonio. And Antonio's like, I'm going to compromise him by sending my beautiful wife to go trick him. And she falls in love with him instead. no. And so, like, people kind of realize that there's a connection between uh, Sabarola and Winston. He's basically writing kind of like what he... So. This is what happened. This would. This is what would happen to me yeah. if a beautiful woman came. You can I see stole that he's her got away from Antonio, <laughs> from the from the tyrant, from the the king. Oh you know? no! Because it's all fictional. So uh, is this the Trojan War? <laughs> I mean, what the fuck, Winston? <laughs> but it's uh, it's actually funny because you know, this is a little bit about what he fantasizes about. He sends it to his grandmother before he gets published to read it, and she says she makes a remark saying that he had a. a a very lacking understanding of women and love. This is shit. Yeah, and she tells him that he should, <laughs> she should, he should rewrite it. But instead, he goes into another battle and he just sends it off to the publishers and he doesn't rewrite it. And that's pretty much what the consensus is. That uh, actually, no, you don't know shit, Grandma. <laughs> that's what I've said that to my I grandma think so many times. You have? Oh yeah. About what? I can't even make a joke about that. I love my grandma. <laughs> She's an amazing person. I would never say that to her. Okay. But Winston did. Yeah. Because he sucks. He was like, I, I like Winston. Well, the part of the story where he's like really giving it to the, to Antonio's wife, <laughs> and the narrative just goes, uh, 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 uh. he really didn't know that much about love, did he? And yeah, <laughs> that's what he wrote in there. Grandma's like, no, he did not write that. <laughs> Several didn't know much about uh, a lady parts, but he fucking gave it to her. Bro. <laughs> he fucking gave he's it like, to he, her. I think it's between the knee, the back of the knee. Where's that? Anyway, he wasn't really sure. Anyway, he. Fuck, fucker. <laughs> and then his grandma was like, Winston, you need to get more, a little bit more sophisticated. And he's not into it. Well, surprisingly, actually, it takes well from the people that liked it from his political standpoint of what he's writing in this uh, fictional book. Mm. Um, the only real criticism, criticism he gets is that, is that, like, 
they're like either you should have done more with the love story and written it better or just left it out like it's it's not good yeah some people can't do fiction yeah it's so, like I submitted a fiction story of Grover Ghost to the Market it's like a Sesame Street spinoff very dark did not get published <laughs> lots of dirty dirty sex and stuff nope, yeah didn't work out so the reason why he sent off his book to go get published yeah um, it's because he had to go to another battle. Sure. That other battle is convoluted. It's explaining to why. And I can go into all of it, or I can just say he went to another battle. It is an important battle in the sense of his yeah. background. Hey, I'll leave up the importance to you. You did the you did the research. What do you think is... I did I did four hours on just this fucking shit, and then, then I condensed it down what to what I think is going to be short. Is this a war or a battle? It's like It's a battle. What? But it's a super important one. Well, then maybe we have to hear about it. Okay. It took you four Winston's hours. Winston's in there. It gives him some background. Um, okay, so the battle is, it's all part of a bigger war, but this battle's the one that he's joining that's important. So I'll first explain the war is called the Modest War, which is funny because it sounds like modest, like yeah, you're, you're, like it's a you're modest being modest, war. but it's that's not how it is. It's just that's how it's pronounced. It was just, it's spelled M-A-H-D-I-S-T, which is actually off after... This guy who proclaimed himself to be a Mahdi, which is basically a... He's a Muslim messiah. Okay. Yeah. So that's what the war is all going on about. And it's from 1881 to 1899. That's that's the war. Damn. So just in case you want to go look up all this shit. But um, the British military wants to go down to Sudan. Who doesn't? And the reason why is because Sudan, it's in, we're talking about Africa, you've got Egypt, and just south of Egypt is Sudan. And so the reason why is Sudan was controlled by Egypt, who is a colony of Britain. Of course. So, who, who isn't at this point? Yeah, pretty much, right? Yeah. But, I mean, Egypt really is kind of running on its own for the most part. They still have their own laws and rules and rulers, and they're doing yeah. fine. Britain hasn't really, like, squeezed on them for anything um, so it, Egypt and Sudan, and what happened was this Mahdi guy. Um, I got his whole entire name down. He's it's this is crazy. It's like a you said he's a Muslim guy. Yeah, so he's a branch off of a Muslim. Um, so his name is actually Muhammad Ahmed, and he pronounces himself as being a Mahdi. He's a citizen of Sudan, and. He starts to get like an uprise going to overthrow because he wants to practice his religion and he wants to overthrow the government so he can make it strict that everybody follows his religion. Right. And nobody likes that. So no. um, we have to go back 15 years really quick from the time period that we were just talking about where Winston is. So mm -hmm. Winston's actually nine years old at this time, if that helps. Um, Egypt has control of Sudan. Um, they had it for a long time. This guy comes in, mm -hmm. the Mahdi. Britain has a guy that's actually in Sudan controlling it. He's a governor. Okay. It's still technically under Egypt control, which is technically a colony of Britain. Yeah. This is why it gets convoluted and fucking weird. Yeah. But uh, what happens is Mahdi goes in with a group of people and they kill the British governor. They kill all the troops. Too, Fair. All the British troops. Get the fuck out of my country. Yeah. And there's a whole bunch of reasons why it's not necessarily he's, I mean he's, I think he's a bad person but there's okay. a whole bunch of other stuff going on too that might disagree that he's not completely anyways yeah. so that's what happens they are able to control it then for a while That this is now coming back to the time period where Winston's coming in for this battle that's who has control of Sudan is this Mahdi guy and so since Winston has been nine Britain's been retrying to take back Sudan for Egypt 
Egypt has been, but Britain hasn't really. Okay. So Egypt has been sending their own soldiers down, yeah. and they've been fighting over it back and forth. So you've what got... What the fuck is in the Sudan? Who gives a shit? The Nile. That's why. So whoever controls the Nile, one, it, can, it controls a lot of things. We can all have denial. I have tons of denial. <laughs> why would you have to fight over it? You need it. You need it. Yeah. yeah. I need to deny a lot of my life. <laughs> why would you start a war over that? Yeah, so the Nile is it has a lot of um, uses for it. Uh, yeah, I, I could go into all that too. Do you want me to? Well, what the fuck isn't there? Doesn't the Nile just like grow reeds that they make hierarch? Who fucking cares? Well, so the pass between Egypt going into what is called the Ottoman region at that time. Yeah. Yeah. So if you control Egypt and you control Sudan, then you can kind of control the Ottoman. And huh. well, you can at least control that passage to the Ottoman regime. So this is all just military placement. It's not even resources. Yeah. Well, there's some resources, but it's mostly that. So they have Egypt, Boris. and they're worried that Sudan has since it's fallen that maybe Egypt will, and then they lose that pass. And there's, I mean, there's so much stuff going on. There's also yeah. where the river goes in for around Egypt in between. Mm -hmm. If you know, if you know, I'm talking about that map on a map about how the Nile moves. Not the Nile, but the I think it's the Mediterranean Sea actually. Oh yeah. So that's where like Egypt has uh, you know access to the Mediterranean, yeah. just over to the continent next to them in Europe and shit. Yeah, so you, or, you hop over to Greece. Yeah, Greece. Yeah, yeah. exactly. So anyways, it, it's important to, to keep these two, especially because the French right. has already started an expedition and they want to go take Sedan so that way they can undermine Britain. Everybody wants denial. Everybody wants this location. Hmm. Egypt wants it. Mahdi wants it. England wants it. And the French want it. This is... And it's I, so weird. And I'm still skipping over stuff. So yeah, there you go. That but, this is so in all this important. context, Winston is thrust in. Yeah, you're in there, Daddy. He's 24 years old. That's where, that's where he is at in this battle. Hey, by the just way, just like everything else he does, it kill Sudan or, or take it or what are we doing here? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Now the Mahdi guy dies. Somebody else takes his place. Um, when they go down there, uh, just as a quick sidestep, Winston. Yeah. doesn't like his commander because the commander basically... It's not blood. No, it's not blood this time. He, the, the commander goes in, takes... Is it, is it crypt? What? Is it crypts? Tombs. No, because he was fighting for blood before. And now oh. Crypt. I mean, you don't want to change size. I guess. You get Snoop Dogg pissed I don't know off at you. He might have been a crypt. Oh, fuck. Anyways. Hey, Snoop Dogg's crypt. So... He keeps, he keeps his flag on the left side. Yeah, that's the crypt side. It is? Yeah. What's the right side? Maybe maybe the blood side? Hmm. We'd have to ask uh, Kendrick Lamar. He's bombed in. <laughs> oh. This is, none of this is useful. <laughs> <laughs> I, I just don't know enough about modern rap to be able to help. <laughs> it's okay. I know enough for the both of us. Okay, go. <laughs> and uh, rap, too, by the way. Can you rap it out, what you're going to explain? Yeah. <clears throat> yeah uh, okay. uh, That's modern rap? I'm I've been out of the game for a long time, I guess. Let's move on. <laughs> okay. I'm a failure. So, Marty dies. He gets replaced. Marty gets buried into a tomb, uh -huh. and Win uh, Winston doesn't like his commander, and the reason why is because his commander orders to desolate, uh, desecrate the tomb, Yeah. and he takes the body and throws it in the Nile. <laughs> what the fuck? And he keeps the head. <laughs> he keeps the skull. It's all bones and stuff. What the fuck? Yeah. And he's not well liked by anybody, actually. His all of his like Winston's general, you know, the guy who's in charge. Yeah. Nobody likes this guy. 
And you know, it's well, no, that was a what the fuck? It's mutual because he doesn't like anybody else. He likes to be like he goes on to say like he preferred to be alone. I don't even care if you guys like me. Like I, I got my own skull to fuck. Yeah, but they go to the place where the guy who replaced the Mahdi, who is also now claiming to be a Mahdi. Sure, there's always yeah. Yeah, and so there's he, always a Jesus figure. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They're able to go in and surround where he's located at, and they essentially beat the shit out of him. Like it's uh, the new Mahdi. Yeah. yeah, they they come out. There's there's definitely battles and stuff, and they're trying to prevent him from being able to escape. And there's a whole bunch of cool tactics, and you can get really into the military tactics that's used here. Yeah. Um, but they spread thin, which is dangerous, but it's also so that they can escape, and it works out for them. And cool. They basically end up just at the end shooting a bunch of people that are coming out of a building. They're that, just like, come is, out. That is Crip style. And they wouldn't surrender. They just came walking out with their flag waving, and so they shot him. And he's like. It, Winston writes about it saying basically they just marched with their flag and their guns, but they were basically just dropping like well, of how much they were firing on them. So Winston was part of the... Oh, yeah. Oh, that's a bummer. Well, and, and really they weren't surrendering, okay, but she, they were they, they were basically going out knowing they were going to die. That's what they did. It's like, we're going out with honor, and they walked and shown their flag. They shot back still. But they already knew that they were totally not going to make it. Yeah, this is Game of Thrones. <laughs> yeah, and there's so much more into that. I and I, but hey, go Su- Sudanese Wars. What's it called? Oh, the name of the war the is modest called the Modest War. Yeah, Modest War. That's that's the war. That battle itself has got its own name too. You know, when I was growing up, we had a Modest War too, where all the pretty girls uh, would wear tank tops, and in my church class, they wanted us to put sweaters on them, and I was like, no, let those babies breathe. So I won, I won the modest war. Well, I mean, I won it later when I duked myself thinking about it. But I don't. Some of the girls did end up wearing sweaters. Oh. So it was more like a, more like a, like a win lose scenario. <laughs> what? Ah, <laughs> uh, okay. Yeah. This is all relevant. Yeah. yeah. So he ends up. Uh, he ends up writing about this battle and including really the war. He yeah. even includes his own opinions on uh, Muslim belief and. I don't want to know his opinion on that. Nobody else did either because he ends up taking it away later. So how's that? Well, when he first publishes, because he writes a book on it, he first writes articles and sends those all out. They get revered as being like, well, "This is amazing. This is yeah. the most interesting shit." He's a yeah. great writer. He's starting to actually now get really good recognition for his stuff. But when he writes the book, he writes it from kind of an opinion standpoint he talks about it like i guess in first person almost like where he's like this is what i think about this scenario and this mm. is what happened here and this is what i felt yeah um however it, yeah people kind of are like mm, they don't care about your opinion on on some things on muslims yeah well so he ends up taking out actually the muslim opinion which i'm not even sure if it was negative i couldn't find it they took it out and i don't well, know yeah, what the original context i mean you go to war with somebody you're gonna have somewhat of a negative opinion of them regardless of yeah but it seemed like he actually had probably more of a positive one because he was I mean yeah okay all of Britain was upset but he actually states um, he's the one who wrote saying that his general took the head of the Mahdi Mm -hmm. and he was mad about it and the only reason why anyone found out really about it was because he wrote and said it and then when they found Uh, out the British government was like yeah you gotta give the head back let them go bury it or something (laughs) You can't just you can't just take that guy's head like this was a this is their religion and yeah we don't agree but whatever but you can't you, you can't do that bro 
But that's the guy who who said he didn't give a shit what anyone thought. Yeah, I mean, he did it, though. He he sent that back. But he was very grumpy about it. He's like, whatever. Like, what, you're going to take away my boyfriend? <laughs> whatever. So I, I don't know if he wrote positive or negative. It was taken out. But I he might have been like, they were a, a fine religion or whatever. And people were like, I don't give a shit about hearing that. I would imagine they'd only ask him to take it out if it's negative, though. Or if it's positive, or it could be bad, too, if they're like, why are you praising the people that we're battling? That's true. I don't know. So it's a win-lose. Yeah, so either way, he takes it out, and people are actually then super happy because it almost sounds like a biographical history kind of book, and it's, like, detailed and has amazing battle encounters. Those are some good... Yeah, I like that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So he's super praised for it. It's super getting well-known as being an author, and... Yeah. He's the J.K. Rowling of, of African Wars. Yeah. Yep. So, yeah. Oh, yeah. Sorry. The battle is called, by the way, the Battle of Omdurman. Omdurman. That's the location. Of, Omdurman. Yeah. So that's that's Wait, what the name of the battle is. Omdurman is a good vacation spot uh, if you're going to go to the Sudan. You can actually still go there, and they have the, uh, they've rebuilt the tomb that they desecrated. Uh, that Modest was in? Mahdi? Yeah. I don't know if anyone's in there, but... I don't even know because Sudan's not. I mean, the, you know, the people who were there lost. You know, Egypt eventually took true. it back over. So I don't know who. So a semen-filled skull may or may not be in there. <laughs> no, the skull I found out was actually buried much further up north in Sudan. Not it. The skull didn't go back to the tomb. They just like Africa's Africa. They're like whatever, just dig a <laughs> hole. Like I don't even know why we're doing this. This is weird. Now all we have is a skull. There's like two I, military guys who were given a skull. Like your mission bury this in Africa. It might even be shameful. They're like, yeah, look, they took the skull. They had it for a while. And they're like, all right, here you go, I guess. Okay. I don't know, man. Maybe and not. They, they had the skull and they turned it to the guy they were taking it from and they like made it to a public like, I don't even want to go home. We want to go back to England. We are having fun with our friends. The guy's like, give me the fucking skull. <laughs> He's all like, <laughs> one no. guy in the background's clapping, more, more. That's so funny. Yeah. How did you make it do that? <laughs> I don't want to go into Africa. I like to be in England. But uh, just to give a little context, too. With Fill the... my brain with semen. <laughs> he would never say that. Why wouldn't he? He was having fun up there. No, no, the skull. not. <laughs> yeah, the skull was having fun. Oh, okay. No, so just also to give context, the tomb was actually quite big, too. And it was, like, pretty looking. And they fucked it up. But they rebuilt it. Bunch of imperial dicks. Yeah. Now, also, which kind of interesting, after this battle... So his general, which is, by the way, his name is Kitchener, uh, not to be confused with Lord Kitchener. Kissinger. Yeah, Lord Kitchener. Yeah, Kitchener. Um, he was given a special sealed letter from the prime minister <gasps> named Salisbury, which I kept saying Salisbury over and over in my head, but it's like Salisbury. Salisbury. Of the steak family. Yeah, that's what I'm. That's why I couldn't stop thinking that. So. Yeah. So they told him, uh, oh, the letter told him that the whole reason why they went to Sudan wasn't to help Egypt. It wasn't to no. go get honor back for the Mahdi killing one of their governors that no. they had in Sudan. It was because he just didn't want the French to get it. Yeah. He didn't really want it other than just being like, yeah, just if the French get it, I feel like they're going to undermine us That's and uh, we don't really need it, but let's just keep control of it. That's so. what fucking war is. Yeah. Just do the thing I want to do. Yeah. Yeah. Fuck the French. They got to keep the Nile River, which I guess that's helpful for them. Yeah. Maybe. Who even fucking knows? <laughs> yeah. They, actually, the Nile got fought over for centuries. It's crazy. And now it's owned exclusively by... Actually, it's kind of a treaty thing going on. Huh. But Because Egypt's actually at the end of the Nile, and that's where it flows into. Yeah. Um, and Egypt 
has a treaty with where it's actually coming from, which is not Sudan. It's one, mm-hmm. little, it's one more southeast, whatever that country is. Sorry. But uh, that's where it starts. And people have been damming it because they can cut <laughs> off the resource. And if you damn it, then it's like you're killing a bunch of people, basically. What the fucking shit is wrong so with So that's people? why they have a treaty is to be like, okay, don't damn it. The only thing I really know is that if you follow it more and more inwards, ultimately it's owned by uh, my people, the Congo monkeys. You do not want to go there. Is that how you got started with your... Yeah, my dunt... Uh, yeah. <laughs> the, uh, the stunt double for Dunstan Checks in. Right. I hail from the very... The mountainous beginning of the Nile River with the Congo uh, chimps. Nice. Murderous motherfuckers. They love diamonds, though. Damn. <laughs> yeah. Monkey diamonds? I guess. It's like blood diamonds, but it's monkey diamonds. <laughs> it's much worse because they rip your fucking arms out. of their sockets. What? <laughs> Oh, then they turn you into a puppet. I don't want to do it. I want to eat all the diamonds. Is that? Is, do they have the same voices? Yeah, every time anyone does a puppet, it's the same voice. <laughs> unless, unless you're Jeff Dunham, I guess. Oh yeah, <laughs> he does a whole bunch of different ones, I guess. <laughs> I fucking hate that guy. Yeah, he's not my he's favorite either. Obnoxious. Yeah, it's like the Larry the Cable guy of having your hand up somebody's ass. <laughs> Yeah, I would, I would completely agree with that. That's a good way of putting it. Yeah, yeah. douchebag. Well, uh, so he writes a book on this one, as I said. It's called The River War. It is held very high. It's actually like, it has like a thousand pages in it, so he goes into detail. Although, fuck, it's a thousand pages back then, so I think they might have, I don't know if they were bigger or smaller. Well, there was no TV, so books were just something else. Some people had to stare at for yeah. hours. Yeah, what are, I don't even understand. What, we, this kept coming up. What are books? A book is like... Um, do you ever watch American Idol? Uh, yeah, I've seen it. Yeah, so Amer- it's like if you if you take what Simon said and you put it like on the internet where it's words, but then you put it you take it off the internet and you put it on paper, like the like paper. But you mean like the computer screen? No, you mean like when you get a receipt? It's like paper. Oh yeah, the garbage. Yeah. So it's yeah. So <laughs> it's, it's what gar- it's what Simon says on garbage. And huh. it's put. It's just put together. So then you're like looking at TV. <laughs> well, sounds like a lot of work. Just you just watch it, man. Yeah. Ow, my balls. Your children are now the property of Carl's Jr. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So in uh, 1899, he's 25 years old. At this point, Winston leaves the military and starts he's only seeking. 25? He's only 25. <laughs> yeah. So he's only 25. Fuck. And uh, he's going to go seek a career in Parliament. That's his. That's been his thing, yeah. right? Yeah, he's been in a couple battles. There were important battles. He's written books on it. He's getting uh, famous for that, pretty much. So yeah, he goes in, starts doing meetings, networking, dinner parties, all the Ooh. all the fancy shit. <laughs> and uh, he's seen as a good candidate choice um, as he's starting to do all this shit. However, war breaks out again. Which, which one now? This is called the Second Boer War. It's also known as just the Boer War, so I don't know why there's... Yeah, I've heard of the Boer War. I don't know anything about it. It's down in South Africa. They so... fight Boers? Yeah, so Boer is a term that means farmer. Sure. So essentially it's South African uh, citizens who, at, when they got the name, they were farmers when they started fighting. However, they do yeah. get weapons and stuff to fight back in this war. And this is, is this like apartheid? All that shit? Apartheid. Yeah, where, like, the white people want to have more rights than the black people down there. Well, that's a whole bunch of stuff. I think, again, it's people trying to take over more land, more influence, 
And yeah, I mean, it's just everybody wants the world. Dickheads. And Gandhi's over there right now, isn't he? He is. Yeah, I remember. People timed. I'm people time educated. Yeah, that's gonna come up too. <laughs> yeah. So that's that's what's going on. The war itself starts in 1899 and goes all the way to 1902. So it's a few years. But uh, it's down in South Africa. If it helps where it's at, it's down near the really southern tip of Africa. That's what's that's yeah. where all the battling's going. The southern tip. Yeah. What I call my penis. So Winston seizes the opportunity to once again go make a name for himself, and he gets in a boat and he sails down to South Africa. But this time, he's gonna go as a reporter. Huh? He's out of the military. He just wants to go write another book. He's probably making money from those books. He is. As a matter of fact, keep doing that. To give you an idea, he writes up a contract with the London Morning Post mm. for what would be in today's money. 150,000 pounds the, for four months worth of work. The shit? Yeah. Because they 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 give a fuck what he thinks that much? Yeah, dude, he's like super popular. He's getting paid more as an All author. Right. To get, he's getting more, he's getting paid more as an author than Sir Arthur Cannon Doyle, who's also covering the same war. God, Doyle's an idiot, though. And I don't know anything about him, but I know he's a famous author, so. He's the, he's the uh, Sherlock Holmes guy. Oh, that's right. I always who, forget that. Who fucked with Houdini. That's right. Who fucked with the wrong magician. So he's there. He's there also getting All right. details and writing articles and newspaper. You the know. Boer War was a popular time. Yeah, I guess I so. Guess. A lot, I guess, you know, like you said, no TV. People are like, what's going on with all these people fighting? Oh, cool. Yeah, you get your entertainment from, like, what's happening in the world, topical, whatever. Yeah. It's the same as American Idol. So, uh, let's see here. He first spends a little time just traveling around, actually, in South America as he's trying to kind of get, you know, feel for the area and where he needs to go. Um, he's on a, an armored train with soldiers, actually, hmm. and it crashes. Whoops. And the reason why is because the Boers had put a giant boulder on the tracks to purposely crash it. What the And when it hits it, it derails a little bit off the rails, and they start opening fire on it. Oh, and Sir Winston Churchill, he gets out. He's a motherfucker. Too. Commands some of the soldiers to get out and starts giving instructions. He tells some of them to fire back, yeah. so that the other soldiers can try to get the train back on its track. Yeah, and they're able to Kill actually. The Boers. Yeah, at this point they're really just trying to survive because they're sitting ducks. They're getting shot at for an hour while they're trying to get this all figured out. But they're returning fire to keep them away. And they're up on a hill, so they kind of got the whole... The Boers are up on the hill, so they kind of have the advantage. Wow. So they're just firing down on them. They're even shelling. And some men are getting wounded, and he's kind of helping to keep everything, you know... He's instructing what everyone needs to do. Yeah. They actually are able to get the, the locomotive to back up, and it lands back on the railing. Oh. And he's trying to get the wounded back onto the train, so that way they can go. Um, however, the train leaves without him and <laughs> some of the soldiers. Uh, whoops! <laughs> They're not able to get on there, and so they surrender. Of course, he's like, "Yeah, we're not gonna, we're not gonna win." They they start coming down off the hill, and they're like, "All right, you got us." What the fuck? So he gets captured uh -uh. as a prisoner of war, even though technically he's not in the military. Well, but yeah, he's in the yeah. So he when he jumped in the mix, Winston. Yeah. So he's he's captured. He gets taken to another location. It's a it's a POW camp that he's held at. He's actually surprisingly treated fairly well for being a prisoner. Like they allow him to buy newspapers and cigars and beer while he's there, which I don't know if he's sweet. Let him keep his money or didn't rob him. I don't know. I feel like I would have just taken the money. Like, oh no, you're a prisoner. Like, 
give me that. So I don't know exactly <laughs> how he's doing this, but yeah, it stated that he was able just to... afraid of PR. You don't want to treat your. I guess so. So uh, he it's will like, later state that this was miserable for him, mostly because he's just missing opportunity. Yeah. He's just like, there's the best war going on right now, and I'm not there to, to <laughs> write a book on it. So he's mad as hey, shit. Hey, well, that, that contract is, yeah, stipulated on writing some shit. Probably. Can't do it. However, it gets back to London that he's captured, and right now Britain's losing a lot of the big battles um, that are going on in this war, and this is kind of also a hit where they're like, oh, shit, uh, Churchill's been captured. Well, uh, luckily he's only there for about a month, and he escapes. Ooh, sweet. Yeah. How's it get out? So at first he's like, I'm going to try to actually get like everybody to just, you know, basically do a mass escape. However, he let's just walk out of here. Decides. Yeah. Unfortunately, he can't do that. But he does decide that that's too, it's, it's impractical. So what he's going to do is he's going to, he found that there's a gap in the routine of the guards. Mm. And he's like, I'm just going to like jump the fence when that gap is open. And he talks to a couple other guys, and two of them are going to escape too. However, they escape differently. They hide under some floorboards and then wait for everyone to go crazy and, like, go looking. Weird. And then they get up and go, and they escape too. But he jumps He jumps the fence, and he doesn't know the area. He doesn't have a map. He doesn't have, you know, he doesn't have a language for the locals, so he yeah. can't talk to anybody. So he just starts running off, and he's, he's stated that he has four slabs of chocolate <laughs> and a crummy muffin and he's in just his pocket out in the wild yeah wow so he does find a train and he hops on it it's like a freight train it's just for not for people and he hops on and he he just goes wherever it's going to try to get as far away as possible what the fuck but he is getting hungry and thirsty because he's over this time he travels like 300 miles like he gets out and he's walking and he's stealing food when he can he's he's mostly traveling by night hiding by day and he gets to the point where he's so hungry and thirsty that he just risks it, and he goes over to a house and knocks on the door. Hi. And no joke, it's owned by a British man. Bing. Yeah, he lucks way the fuck out. I think a lot of Winston's life is luck. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, none of that should have happened. Yeah. it. I don't understand how it happened either. It doesn't make... I, I didn't even know there was a lot of British people just living out there. Seems like a lot of dumbass decisions to make that just go your way well and the guy owns a mine and has workers so like he's got a business and everything going on yeah so he allows him to hide in his mind he's like okay they're out looking for you there's posters there's a 25 pound reward for your like being found dead or alive they don't care and the word actually gets back to england about this and they're all like stoked and freaking out like this is like the hero of because all the battles have not been going well, and they're like, Winston outwits them and escapes, and they're freaking out. <laughs> and so Winston doesn't know that's going on. He's just like, yeah, cool, I'll hide in your, your mind. That's sure. awesome. So he hides in there for a few days um, until the the guy who's helping him out can take him, yeah. smuggle him to another train, which he does. And he goes, this train's going here. You'll be able to get to safety. And it's like kind of East Africa. Um, it's basically being controlled by Portuguese. So it's like a province that Portuguese holds. He probably... Yeah. He gets on the train, gets there, and he's safe. What the hell? Yeah. While he's there, he... Oh, and, yeah, the guy fed him and everything, too. But while he's uh, at the... When he gets to the Portuguese area, he gets on a boat, and he actually goes a little bit further south, back to the tip, because even though he's captured, 
He's like, no, I'm going to go write my, my, my fucking book. I'm going to do it. That's what I came here for, guys. Yeah. So he gets on a boat, sails down, and is now closer to the battle than he was originally when he got captured. Everything's coming up, Winston. Jesus, Winston. God damn it. So as he, as he lands, he gets there. He finds out that Britain knows about his capture and escape and that he's being like highly praised. He's some kind of celebrity now. Oh, yeah. It's like to the point where it's like his bravery his you know courage just all these I'll give him newspapers that. are giving him these titles and great names and so he's stoked about it too he's like this is kind of what i was looking for so this also helps his book that he's gonna write too i mean this is uh-huh. the cool part of the story obviously yeah. of him getting captured and then helping save soldiers get back on the train and yeah. escapes anyways so it's pretty cool he uh joins up in the battle of boar he was gonna go there just to report it however he ends up taking arms as well. He just sees an opportunity everywhere he goes. Yeah. And uh, I gotta go find more map. It's like, you know, when I was in prison with at the Boers and they were treating me horrible by giving me day old newspapers, day old, I got that bloodthirst back. I'm gonna let's kill, kill the Boers. Yeah. Alright, Winston. Yeah. And crazy old motherfucker. This is one of my favorite parts in the story. Alright. Alright, so the battle he joins up is called the Battle of Spy on Cop. Sure. Yeah. But the reason why I like this so much is because... Is that from Robocop? Uh, it's spelled with a K, so... Oh, okay. Not this time. Unless there's an off... Is there an off movie made? Robocop with a K? Yeah, straight to video with a K. It's yeah. actually KKK oh, Robocop. It's a different story. It's a totally different uh, story. Not very well written. No. <laughs> no. Uh, while he's in this battle... Um, he says that there's a bullet, or not him, another person actually says a bullet comes so close to killing him that it actually severs the feather on his hat. That sounds fake. It does, right? It kind of sounds a little bit maybe romanticized of what's going on. Yeah, I don't believe that. However, he is. it's been stated that he throws himself into this battle. Show me a picture of this helmet. goes what? crazy. I don't know. I don't believe you. Winston. Now, one of the reasons why it's my favorite, though, is Gandhi is here. Da, 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 da. Gandhi is in this battle with buckets full of salt. Wait, he's in it. He's in this I didn't battle. Know Gandhi fought. So I didn't say this in the Gandhi one, so yeah. I could save it for here. Oh my god! <laughs> so the narrative arc has been completed. This is what's going on. Just to, if you remember from our Gandhi episode, I'll give you a quick little review Turn of just key. what's going on in this time frame. Gandhi's already gone down to Africa because he was going to be a lawyer. Remember right. that? Yes. Yeah, and he is immediately met with discrimination against Indians. Right. He doesn't like it. Mm-hmm. He doesn't get out of his seat for the European, European guy in the train, and he gets beaten. Yep. He comes you. up with the idea that he's going to come up with passive resistance. Right. And he's getting a lot of flack from the British who constantly say the Indians are weaklings. And he comes up with this idea that he's going to go join the battle mm-hmm. um, that's going on in Africa to show that they're not weaklings. But he's not going to go fight. He's not a fighter. So he rounds up 1,100 other Indians who are medically inclined or certified, hmm. and he takes them to the battle to go attend the wounded of the British troops. Oh, just to show... That he could be in the battle scene and have Indian bullets shooting, and he would still be running out there to go save like, the British. A bullet can break a feather on my cap, too. I'm out here, bitch. Yeah. So they're both in the same battle together. They're fighting on the same side, for God's sake. Weird. It also, is, he fights the British later. Yeah. Gandhi does. Well, yeah. passively. Well, I don't. Uh, there's nothing I could find that they ever ran into each other. Cross paths. Yeah. 
So, I mean, but it is the same location battle. Like, Weird. The war's going on in multiple locations, but they're in the same battle. Do any of them end up fucking Mussolini? It's funny that you mentioned that's a, Mussolini. That's a people time. Everybody comes back to Mussolini. So, no, not no one goes fucks Mussolini, but well, we later know. on, Winston Churchill will call Gandhi the Indian Mussolini. Yeah, I'll get to that later. What? All yeah. right. Yeah, I, yeah, I got to hear the whole thing. Yeah, you're good. So this is nuts, dude. I love this. So, anyways, he uh, Gandhi's there. He's helping soldiers. He's trying to. They also like create, I guess, a, a barricade with uh, stretchers and stuff to try to help shield and cause. God, I guess these bowers sound fucking tough. Yeah. What the hell? Well, that, this is what Gandhi's doing. Oh, yeah, but I mean, like these battles that are yeah. requiring so much. Oh yeah. Yeah, it sounds like these bowers do not want to be fucked As with. As a matter of fact, they win this battle. Yeah. It gets to the point where their men are falling. Um, Churchill uh, is still fighting. His brother, by the way, is also in this war, but in a different battle. They mm. don't ever, as far as I see. Jack? Yeah. Oh. Jack's in this war as well, as a general, I think. And, uh, yeah, so many men start falling. At one point, the general is saying something along the lines of, like, we'll never give up. And then, like, the next day, they're like, we better retreat. Never mind. So, uh, yeah, they re- an order is made to JK have everybody retreat, and... Yeah, Winston Churchill does, obviously. And, uh, yeah. Oh, man. Oh. Oh. So good. I like the fact that Indi- is, I, I did not know Gandhi was there. Same time. Fuck, man. Nuts. Yeah. So, let's go further on. Sorry. I've... We're still in the Boer War? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, uh, after that, what happens is there's a, there's a big battle. I'm trying to just find the name of the stupid city. It's called, because it, it sounds like a woman's name. Um, J Lo Shire. I want to go to J Lo Shire. All right. After they, this battle, after they retreat from the battle, yeah. he goes and relieves another town that has been taken over by Boers, and it's an important event. He goes and they actually uh, they do fairly well. It's not that big of a battle, but it is important that they mm. took the city back. And even better, he gets on horseback with his cousin, who's also apparently there. This is the only time I saw his cousin in anything. Horseback with a cousin's a good time. And they go to the place where he was at when he was a prisoner of war, and he relieves all of them, all the prisoners. What the fuck? Yeah, it actually falls. They're not, like, the ones who overtook it. But, like, as they're going that way, it falls, and he shows up and is like, Hey, guys. Let's go. Hey, you see how uh, when everybody left, that was me. Let's go. Yeah. This is all me. This is all Winston. Hey, vote for me later. Yeah, seriously, dude. This yeah. this whole entire story is getting put back to England, even without him writing his shit yet. Everybody else is already writing about him. He's look. in the newspapers. What? I'm just going to Google Churchill and the Boer Wars because I have a feeling that there, there's a <laughs> lot about it. I was going to say, good luck. You're going to be reading it for hours. <laughs> Winston, man, that's a lot of, this is a lot of shit. Yes, so this is going to be a two-part episode. So this will be the end of part one. Makes sense. But don't worry because we like to release our double parts when together. We don't want you to have to wait a week to hear the rest of the story. That's annoying. It's fucking stupid. It's the same guy. Yeah. And we just separate it for – I don't even know why we do it, but we do. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we don't want too much in one go, I guess. Yeah. So here's the end of part one, and go ahead and click the next one click for part two. One. Hey, part one has been brought to you by uh, Hand Towels. Yeah. What a what a wonderful little device. Do you need you don't want too much towel. You can't have a, an actual beach towel towel. No. You just drying your hands. You don't need a whole goddamn towel. Actually that might be pretty good. I'm gonna need to start replacing it with I'm gonna salute whoever invented the hand towel. Who 
go buy some and click on the next episode. <laughs> hey, thanks again for listening to one of our podcasts. Be sure to catch our next one that's coming out. Thank you. People time. People time. Hey, click on the next one and subscribe, bitch. We'll battle in the streets and we'll battle in the air and we'll battle in the hills.